Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi there, this is Chloe Brotheridge, hypnotherapist, anxiety expert, and author of The Anxiety Solution. And this is the Karma You podcast. Welcome. I'm so glad that you're joining me today. Thank you for being here. Today, I've got an amazing guest, Rosie Millen. She's Miss Nutritionist, and she's going to be sharing her amazing story of burning out with us. It's an incredible story. She talks us through why we need to slow down, why we need to take care of ourselves more. She talks about the reasons that we go for caffeine and sugar when we're stressed. And she also shares what we should eat and what we should avoid in order to look after our adrenal glands. So I know you're going to learn a lot from Rosie today. I'd love to also invite you to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Please leave me a review. It would mean the world to me if you could take the time to do that. And please get in touch with me on Instagram. I'm at Chloe Brotheridge and you can ask me a question or I'd love to hear your suggestions about what you'd like me to talk about on the podcast or what guests you'd like me to invite on. And I've got some amazing guests lined up. I'm so excited over the next few weeks to speak to some incredible people. And um, I've got some great ideas as well, but please do get in touch. So on with the interview with Rosie. So I'm talking to Rosie Millen, Miss Nutritionist. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So I would love to know, and so would everyone else, how you got into doing what you do today. How I became a nutritional therapist, you mean? Yeah, sure. It was actually a long time ago now. It was nearly a decade ago. Um, I graduated from school. But really, the reason that got me into nutrition was I had no energy at university a very long time ago. And I would literally like float from lecture to lecture and got a bit fed up with it. So I just embarked on a small nutritional therapy course from home. And I was just totally blown away by the power of food as medicine. And I was like, wow. Um, this is really what I've been put on the planet for. So I did a four-year diploma and really enjoyed it. And then I set up my company, Miss Nutritionist, and it's kind of gone from strength to strength ever since. Amazing. Yeah. So you did that sort of straight after kind of school? Or? Yeah, pretty much. I did. Um, I did. Um, I actually did drama at university. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I realised that it wasn't my calling. And then I literally just had a you know, during my university degree when I was doing drama at uni, I I had no energy. So I was a little bit like, okay, well, I need to go down this road and obviously get some energy back. Um, 
and then I just realised that I was doing the wrong thing and started to do nutritional therapy and just yeah I've loved it ever since great yeah yeah and now it's such a people are waking up to how important yeah food is and it's so yeah. good to see that people are taking it more yeah. seriously now finally yeah because yeah, <laughs> I've been like trying to push it that, yeah. that message ever since but it's really great to see that people are catching on and that it's you know it's not just a trend it's here to stay it's it's, it's really great mm, yeah. yeah and what's yeah really interesting about your story is your history of burnout yeah. and that I was amazed yeah. when you told me that story yeah. can you share it yeah definitely so about four years ago now I was walking in the park one day in March and suddenly felt really really dizzy and I turned to the person next to me and I said do you feel dizzy and they said no and by that time my knees had like gone from underneath me and I literally collapsed to the ground mm. so I was a bit scared because nothing like that had ever happened to me before so I was a bit freaked out and I just said okay I'm gonna go home and go to bed so I climbed into a taxi went home it was actually the weekend so I thought I'll just sleep it off I'll be fine by Monday um but I kid you not I climbed into bed and pretty much stayed there for about three years Gosh. yeah I was so exhausted um and it's not exhaustion that you experience at the end of the day like I get that I get what that feeling mm. is this was like exhaustion on another level it was almost like I was paralysed with exhaustion. I couldn't move. And I remember that at my worst, I couldn't even lift my head off the pillow. Yeah. Gosh, so, so I, I, I basically got there with um, from multiple stresses that build up over a long period of time. But I didn't know that at the time. So I, I kind of did, you know, when I was in bed, I was very scared and confused. So I did what anybody would do in that situation. And I went to the doctor. I went to my local GP. And I told her, to, you know, that I was exhausted, I couldn't move, and I asked her to run some tests on me. And she did, and she said, everything's normal, you're totally mm. fine, there's nothing wrong with you, you're just depressed, here are some antidepressants. Right, yeah. So I burst into tears, and I said, I'm not depressed, I'm exhausted, and I kind of went home a bit bewildered, and uh, I realised there and then that the only way I was going to recover is if I healed myself. So mm. I did a lot of research, I did so much reading, I actually ran a load of tests on myself, like the cortisol test and everything like that, until eventually I realised that I had this condition, adrenal fatigue, which is basically burnout. And burnout is basically when your adrenal glands, which are your stress glands, they become overworked and it takes about three years for you to become, you know, um, burnt out. So basically what happens is you have one stress and then another stress and then they build and they build and they build over a period of time. And then something is the straw that breaks the camel's back and that's it. You're in bed and you can't move, which is absolutely where I was. So long story short, I um, I healed myself, I but I changed absolutely everything, like my whole life mm. did a 180, I swear to God it's been the hardest thing I've yeah. ever done, um, but I'm 90% recovered now, um, mm. but I literally changed my diet, my lifestyle, had to change my mindset, that was absolutely key, um, I think the biggest thing I had to do was slow down, I had to stop, I had to rest and like eat and sleep and rest repeat, that was kind of mm. my protocol. Mm. Um, yeah, and it was really, really challenging. It was a very dark place. And, you know, now I'm 90% recovered. I'm much better and much stronger. But my message is really simple. It's basically burnout sucks. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Mm. And uh, now all I do is teach people when, whenever I can, wherever I can, usually in a corporate setting. So I go into large companies and teach the staff how not to burn out and how to eat for energy. Yeah. Yeah. And... Can you talk a little bit about what your lifestyle was like beforehand yeah. and what kind of led up to that? Yeah, it was, it was horrendous. I was running two businesses at the time. 
I was running around like a mad woman. I had a lot of emotional stress going on. So I was engaged, but I broke up the engagement. I got thrown out of my house. I had to go and find somewhere to live. I had no money. I wasn't, you know, I had to pay for all these bills. And I was like, how am I going to pay for these bills? I was overworking. I, I said yes to everything. I didn't say no to, you know, I was just going, going, going. I thought I was superwoman. Mm. Um, I was, yeah, overworking, um, not sleeping, not eating properly, and just over-exercising all unintentionally but it, these were the things that just built up but I realized that you know I don't know if you know this but an emotional stress has a thousand times more of an impact on your adrenal glands than a physical stress Gosh. so it really it was the emotional stress that tied I think that was the final straw you yeah. know the the breakup and all that devastation and the loneliness and the fear that was what really got me so, yeah, yeah, I suppose when you're going through those emotional, you know, big changes in your life and that emotional stress, what we really need in those moments is to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I suppose if you're, like yeah, so many opposite. of us are, are just mm-hmm. still pushing through, we don't really take time to take stock or process things, no we way. just kind of push through yeah. and, you know, you can see how that would happen. Yeah. And I think so many of us, you know, are affected by that sort of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And um, so... Can you, can you talk a little bit about, you know, if someone's... I don't want people listening to be worried about, oh, am I going to burn out? Yeah. I think it's just good to be aware of the signs. Yes, definitely. So, you know, what are there certain symptoms that one there would get are, leading and up I to that? I think it's a really good question. I think, I to be honest with you, I think the number one symptom or sign that your adrenal glands are suffering is when you go to sleep and you have a good night's sleep, but you wake up and you still feel tired, okay? Mm. And that's to do with the circadian rhythm of cortisol. So cortisol should be high in the morning and it declines throughout the day and then it rises again as you sleep. But if you're waking up and you're tired, it can indicate that your cortisol is low because cortisol is your get up and go hormone. It basically, you know, gives you, it's meant to give you that energy to go and smash the day. So if you're waking up and, and feeling tired, even though you've had a good night's sleep, it, that's I think that's kind of like number one sign that, you know, you need to be careful and that actually you need to take some time out because your adrenal glands could be struggling. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's really interesting. Mm. Definitely something to, to look out for. And, you know, can you, you mentioned a few of the sort of diet and lifestyle things mm-hmm. that you change and mm-hmm. mindset. What, yeah. what was the mindset that you needed to approach? To I just had to um, stop getting in my way. My, mm. my mindset was absolutely sabotaging my recovery. So all the negative thoughts I had at the time, like, why is this happening to me? It's not fair. Everybody else is doing really well. I'm stuck in bed. You know, this was my inner voice. And that absolutely went against everything that I needed to think about in terms of recovery. Mm. So I really had to rein all those thoughts in. I had to stop those negative thoughts and I had to really think positively and do things that made me happy and um, get support and encouragement around me that, you know, gave me the impetus to, you know, believe that I was going to get better. So, yeah, the mindset was absolutely key. And I always say, you know, to my clients or when I'm doing my talks, you know, there are three things you need to do to recover you need to change your diet, you need to change your lifestyle, and you need to change your mindset. And I think without, you know, moving on those three things, you pop, chances are you, you, you won't recover as strongly as, as you could. I think that's such an important point about kind of trying to accept the situation mm. as much yeah, as possible. Yeah, 100%. Because no matter what physical or mental illness you might have, the more you resist it and fight against Absolutely. it and get that frustration yeah. going, it's not conducive to healing, is it? No, and, and there's a couple state. of things that... Go, that get echoed around which is rest is productive mm. you've absolutely got to believe that and um uh, what was the other one i forget now but yeah yeah you're totally right 
yeah. rest is productive. Yeah. I think that is just... Yeah. Oh, and no amount of pushing will heal burnout. Okay. So it's like, again, it goes back to that acceptance. That you have to accept that you've got to slow down. If you put blinkers on and ignore it, you're not going to get better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Rest is productive. Yeah. That is just a mantra to live by, <laughs> I think. So many of us, I think just society tells us that it's a waste of time to get an early night mm. or to even meditate. I'm obviously a big proponent of meditation mm. and how important it is just to take that time and how it's actually an investment. But mm. definitely rest so so mm. important and then so what about in terms of obviously you're, not, you're a nutritional therapist so if someone is either anxious and has a lot of adrenaline going around their bodies or they're concerned about adrenal fatigue what sort of recommendations would you make in terms yeah, of nutrition first thing first things first is blood sugar balancing 100 percent. so making sure that they've got like a nice stable amount of blood glucose going on every single day to maintain their energy because usually when people experience these energy slumps mid-afternoon, it's because they're not balancing their blood sugar levels. So I'm always banging on about making sure that you're eating regularly, making sure that you're eating every three to four hours so your blood sugar levels don't drop. Because what happens is if you go um, long periods of time without any food and your blood glucose drops too low, that actually tells the adrenal glands to release cortisol into the bloodstream. So skipping meals is basically a mini stress response. And that's absolutely what we want to avoid because that, you know, if you burn out, that's how you got there in the first place. So blood sugar is, is always the first thing we, we straighten out. And that means, you know, eating regularly, making sure that you are um, eating protein at every meal and snack. And there are three foods that zap your energy and they are sugar, caffeine and alcohol. So I'll invariably take my clients off those three things and they find that their energy literally goes to the next level. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, so many people I talk to drink several coffees a day, and maybe even though it sounds kind of obvious, it should, you know, they don't seem to recognise how much it affects them. It's only when they cut it out that they realise actually, yeah, yeah. Know, it feels so much better. Yeah. And alcohol again is another big topic. I did a podcast about alcohol mm, a couple amazing. of weeks ago, and it got a massive response mm. because it's just assumed that will drink and that's what everyone does and no one really questions it it's completely normal and it's this you know it is a drug that Mm. can really sap your energy and you know make you feel terrible the next day and all that cause anxiety yes yes (laughs) Yes, the alcohol anxiety hangxiety (laughs) so are there any books that you would really recommend or resources or things that people can check out you know, to find yeah, more. I think to be honest with you, my Bible when I collapsed was um, Adrenal Fatigue 21st Century Syndrome by Dr. James Wilson. Have you heard of him before? I haven't. Really, yeah. it's a bell. It's the best book to really understanding all about burnout and why you get it, how the adrenal glands work, and all of the things you need to do to support them. Um, because he actually went through burnout himself, and it was literally my Bible when I first collapsed, and I read it from cover to cover. And I really started to notice the changes really from there. So mm-hmm. definitely that book. Um, and there's another book by, um, I've forgotten her name, but it's called The Adrenal Reset Diet. Okay. Um, that's got like a 30-day plan in there as well that you can follow. Um, and it's got loads of um, case histories where you can see real life, or read about real life examples of other people that are in your situation um, mm-hmm. and how they recovered as well. So yeah, go check those out. Yeah, it's such a comfort, I think, for people who are going through something difficult just to know they're not alone. Absolutely. That's what I found so much with anxiety. Every workshop I do, people get 
yeah. the most from just yeah. hearing other people's stories. Yeah. I think that's such people want to. Nobody wants to be lonely, and we thrive on community. That's just a basic need. So yeah, mm. absolutely. That's it's a fundamental. Yeah, yeah. And you do a lot of work going into businesses and talking mm. to stressed out, yeah, um, corporate people. Yeah, I do. What has been? What have you kind of? discovered through that what are people struggling with in those situations energy they're always struggling with their energy literally hands go straight up when they're because they're tired all the time Mm. everybody has energy slumps mid-afternoon everybody's relying on caffeine to keep them going um people are finding themselves more and more anxious at work yeah um people have very hard times falling asleep and getting a good night's sleep and um people are just a little bit confused about what is a healthy diet and um one thing I was going to say is the reason why people drink caffeine and reach for chocolate and a lot of carbohydrates when we're stressed is because, you know, when you're stressed out, your body demands glucose because you need physical energy to deal with the stress response. So that's why when people are stressed out, they just they constantly reach for the caffeine and the sugar to keep them going. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a vicious cycle. But that but and that's actually the worst thing you can do because those foods make you more tired. Um, but but yeah, so I, I basically teach people all those sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, that's so so important the the diet aspect to it, and I think yeah. you know so many of us can relate to that thing of feeling anxious and maybe going for something sugary to comfort yourself or to try and ground yourself. Anxiety is exhausting, and yeah. you're trying to give yourself more energy. So and it is a vicious cycle. It it's is about trying to. And also, that. you know, recovery is about awareness because to be honest with you, it is a full time job. Probably same with, you know, recovering from anxiety. You've really got to give it the time. You've got to be patient and you've got to have the support around you. I personally don't think that you'll recover if you're doing it all on your own. You know, these are the things that you have to have in place. If you're feeling overwhelmed and burnt out or anxious, you know, it's it's those three things. Yeah, yeah. And, and getting support from experts and reach out mm. to friends and knowing mm. that you're not alone with yeah. what, you're, what you're going through. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing thank your you. story. It's really quite amazing and how you've managed to come back to I know I'm still amazed to be honest I'm so (laughs) glad and yeah you're sharing this message with other people it's amazing so thank thank you and where can people find out more about you and what yeah. you do? So um, my website's www.missnutritionist.com and I usually hang out on Instagram. It's just Miss Nutritionist. So yeah, come and check it out. Perfect. So thank you very much. Thank you. Lizzie. Great to see you. And thanks for listening. And hopefully you'll join again soon. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 